man game TMG uh, Get the news fast AMG uh, Game of two boxes Name two boxes that hit as hard as this Yeah we're cutting to the truth No there ain't no narrative Eyes up on the clock this year Hit the stadium a rock this year Put my team TMG It's, it's, it's night, man. Past seven, bro. People are going to bed soon. <laughs> All right, episode 69. Notorious number, notorious episode. Notorious. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're welcoming our special guest, Ali. Been yo, there in yo, the yo. early days. Good to have you on. Ali Pali. Happy to be back on Two Man Game. Good to have you here. It's a perfect time to have you here, Chelsea. And obviously, boxing. I'm sure that Melo's gonna go in depth with the boxing today. <laughs> it was a good couple of weeks in boxing recently. Was it last night? wasn't Was a poor spectacle. I think someone headbutted someone. Oh, and last night's YouTube event team? was crazy. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched bits of it in it. I was in and out of the stream. Absolute crazy. Did you? Did you? Did like what four and oh? Yeah, I think three and oh. Think ah! YouTubers are lining up to fight Deji right now. Just so <laughs> Can hold his L's. He's not as good as his brother when it comes to this thing. But he had some stars. They had AJ there. Yeah, even Arms Coolion was fighting as well yesterday. Arms yeah. Coolion is still fighting yeah. after Bouncer gave him that. You know, one's there. Bouncer taught him still, but, but hey, did I have Bouncer fight? Bouncer just laying on top of the door. Yeah, yeah, he got eliminated. I was thinking that's when muscle, hey, fat dons were part yeah, muscle yeah. dons that day. That's a bad day for muscle dons. He didn't want to stand up with him, innit? He knew. Hey, arms, arms is a guy that if I saw arms on the road, I'm still not fighting him. But boy, that guy tried to do the fly kicking thing, got tired. <laughs> Bouncer just laid on him because uh, it's a fight, but it's not a street fight. Street fights are a bit yeah. Different. Even a stand up fight would have been a different kind mm. of fight, innit? The fact that he could take it to the ground is what so helped Bouncer. So. Even 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 street fights are completely different to UFC. It's, uh, similar components because you can do it pretty much everything. Well, shoe fights you can kick people in their face or thing on the ground. I don't think you can do that in UFC. Yeah, but you can knee someone in their head. You can kick them in the head. When someone's on the ground, I don't think you can kick their face. How many does have lost a street fight because they've been just absolutely booted in the head? Like, you only get booted in the head if you're going to the ground. If you're down on the ground and say someone give you a right hook or whatever, they staggered you, you fall into the ground, you're a bit dozy. What's up? If someone yeah, yeah. told you that much of your up, they just boot you in the face. They can finish yeah. like the. Right You'll be done. The main objection. That's, that's a quick way to finish the fight. The, the main objection in it. The, the main object. Objection. Whatever. Objective in a street fight is to not touch the ground. Of course. Because yeah. the moment you touch the ground and the other don't stand it, you've lost. And I don't think they can boot. I don't think you can boot anyone in your. You can do the elbow thing, bang. No, yeah, I don't think. No, I don't think. Yeah. Down the ground, I don't think you can kick them in the face or the, or the torso. Yeah. I don't think you can do anything. There was that yeah, former NFL, the former NFL player that went UFC. He got one of his fights called off because he tried to knee someone whilst they're on the ground. Is it? So you can't yeah, even yeah, knee. Got it's just a punch. It's just yeah, a strike. No, if they think they got one knee on the ground, you can't. You can't strike them in the face with your legs. Yeah, it's mad. Hey, people yeah, need to, got rules. People people's lives, you know. Um, in a street fight, I'm not trying to touch the ground because that's it. I've lost. Yeah, but if you get a right hook, you want to you say if I get right, I'm rolling. I have to. Do, do, yeah, but they I'm say the punches, the punches you don't you see coming. The punches you don't see coming are the ones that hurt yeah. the most. But you get some men that they're looking for the ground because they know if I get this guy on the ground, yeah, it's long. young ground and pounding. You know what I mean? It's long. I'm on top of you, long still. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. even for you to get me off you, it takes so much energy. And if you do manage to get up again, you, you're tired, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're gassed. 
And most street fights, they don't they don't last like more than two minutes. They're, they're pretty much quick, especially if it's yeah. a one on one. They're quick. Still. You see those street fights on the internet. Most dons are rocked out maybe one minute in. That's it. One minute of intense swinging. That's it. <laughs> and guys, if you can last like other side of it, if you've got a good stamina, you could do pretty. You could be all right in a street fight because most guys will just tire out. <sighs> Mate, I'm not trying to fight anyone. In this <laughs> that's just ridiculous. Because if you lose now, your prize on the line. Imagine now you lose. On yeah. the internet. And even if you win, you know what I mean? Yeah. People are on the streets these days, you don't know what damage you're yeah. doing to someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get techie. Yeah, because that man, man knows someone. <laughs> <laughs> next time you go, the you next get, fight won't be with hands. Fam, you can end up in a war. In a war. <laughs> <laughs> no, one, no, no one has time for a war. Oh, um, I've seen one clip of a guy smacking someone outside of a club, like in a club fight. Yeah. The guy died, didn't he? My man's now got a manslaughter case, because you yeah. know what I mean? He thought it was a little street fight, but... That's it. One bang, one bang could actually kill someone. Like, so. You could, like, say you can handle yourself. Say you punch on properly, they drop head first to the curb. Yeah. Boom. They're dead. Said, no, what no, said, weapons, it? <laughs> no, 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 but that's for boxing. But say I'm a normal guy, say I give someone a right hook, fall straight to the ground, head first, I'm crack him in the head. Did they die? Dons, singing dons in itself is risky. I'm a, if I was fighting someone, yeah, it's a restraining thing. First of all, I'm trying to restrain because I feel like I don't want to fight. I want to hold you yeah. just to... Like, That's why you're doing Jones, bro. Like, huh? What was you... You can't do that. Yeah, of course you do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. The opposite sex are coming. Obviously, Don's are not going to strike. You just... Yeah, but someone, say someone you can't restrain. That's someone you actually have to fight because they're actually that strong Boy. or that good. You gotta get the first blow. I've got to do everything I've got to do. If anything, try body bangs. No, most guys can't take body bangs. Fam, there's no rules in this. Don't do bite. No, if you, yeah. if you yeah. want, no, no one's you, there. Body bangs aren't gonna be as effective yeah. because you need to body get a couple. If you're worried about um, what's stuff are happening to you after, like repercussions and that, if you give someone three solid body bangs, most guys will be done. I hear what you're saying though. You know them body bangs that make you curl a little bit. Body bangs, yeah, open you up because if you don't hear them effectively, you're in trouble. Bang, the whole of this side of your face. It's risky business, but you have to be in and out quick. But if you're worried, like I said, if you're worried about repercussions, because no one's gonna, you're gonna really strong unless you're like an accurate power punch boxer. You're not gonna really do serious damage to a guy through a body bang, really truthfully, because it's only the guys that can punch like they aim for arteries and or liver punches and stuff like that. They're the ones that can do get you coughing up blood, get you pissing up blood the next day. You know. I mean, I ain't trying to fight anyone from that. From what you said, I'm not trying to fight anyone. Shout out to the guys that get into the ring. <laughs> serious business, especially the UFC rings. Hey, UFC <laughs> is a nuts, it's a nuts sport. Anyway, talking about fighting, Khan, um, Brooke, you were there. Ah, uh, um, wonderful occasion, fight of a lifetime. It is, yes. I've waited half my life for that fight. It was great to see. Had great seats, floor seats, but the back of the floor seats were great nonetheless. Shout out to Big Bro K, love did you, boy. Fold, did you see folding? Yeah, well, no, I didn't. I didn't see Foden. I saw Johnny Nelson, Kyle Froch. Um, I saw Riddell Valley. Spoke to those guys. Um, Coogan Cassius. Um, I believe I got to follow the podcast. Hopefully, still following. Okay. Um, I saw it to Conor Ben briefly. Um, I think as well, Chisora briefly. Dean White. I mean, I saw, I saw everyone pretty much. Yeah. Chisora's around these days, man. Everywhere there's an event, Chisora's there. Yeah, Chisora's local. Um, it was a great occasion, man, for sure. I mean, it was a bit annoying because that's the. I, it was literally the day after the flipping storm, whatever it was, storm. Storm Eunice. Eunice. Yeah. So the trains were delayed. So I got there a bit later than I anticipated. So I missed Video Valley's fight. Unfortunately, I wanted to watch that. Even though I congratulated him on, on his win. He, he thought I watched the fight, but I didn't watch the fight. I saw the highlights, though. You done your thing. You done your thing. How late did you get there? I got there around like. Oh, I got there at like 8, 7.38. I, I was planning to get there to the arena for 6. I wanted to catch the prelims, but I wasn't able to catch the. Or the, or the undercards or rather. Um, but it was, still, it was a great show. Very good show. I mean, obviously the main event, 
like I said, I waited pretty much half my life for that. I wish, you know, obviously if you want to see the that is peak um value, ideally you wanted to see that fight around twenty thirteen to twenty fifteen. Yeah. You know, at their best, world champions ish. You know, so, so that before Kel fought Golovkin, definitely before Khan fought Canelo, that's when the fight was probably at its best. Oh, that, that those two fights took so much out of those two fighters. Yeah, they went up to wait to shimmy final. Um obviously the fight was the fight was <laughs> obviously the old debate speed versus timing or speed and reflexing versus timing and power and what that fight showed us is in my opinion that timing and power they last longer than speed and reflexes do which of course you get old, as yeah. you get older which should be common sense but i mean and you know i also got this guy but most people think for a member's best attribute was his speed and his reflexes which were strong and very high but his best attribute was probably, aside from his IQ, probably his timing. That's probably what was Floyd Mayweather's best attribute. His accuracy of his punches were the best of all time, pretty much. I mean, accuracy of punches, accuracy of defense, yeah, the best. You look at the statistics, the statistics better out. And if you have the unlock and smash, you'll go, you'll, you'll last long. And, you know, Kelbrook is only really lost to three guys. And those three guys were elite. Um, Crawford, Spence, Golovkin. Three, you know, Hall of Famers, in my opinion, when it's all said and done. So, yeah, I mean, Kelbrook's, you know, he's, he's a bit underrated, in my opinion, in the British circles. Um, but he's a really, he's, like I said, he used to be my life, he used to be my favourite fighter, especially before the Errol Spence fight. Um, but, yeah, I have to give um, both of them hats off. They finally pulled it off, made a lot of money. And, yeah, it was a good fight. You know what, before before the fight actually happened, I thought it would benefit Khan more that it was as late as it's been, in it, like five years or six years after it should have been but looking at it I think I think Khan's lost that that fight to actually won a fight in it. He's not the same he's not the same fighter he was. He hasn't got that grit anymore. He hasn't got he hasn't got that will to kinda of keep it going and fight where Kel Brook kinda of looked like he was a bit more aggressive, wanted it a bit more. So I mean that was Kelbrook's World Cup final. That was yeah. Khan's probably Champions League quarter semi final. Think about the think about the fights that Khan has had ways for and like Manchester's not a, the, a massive arena for him yeah. compared to what fighting MNG what Grand Hotel what, what's the hotel Grand MNG Hotel? Madison Square Gardens it's like if you fought in those like, arenas obviously this is different this was a grudge match yeah. Yeah. I mean Khan has the better resume on paper he's fought the better fighters he's got victories against better named fighters even though a lot of them weren't at their best per se but he has you know he's been there with Canelo Crawford obviously they share Crawford and how long did he last with Canelo I think five rounds He's been in there. And then when Colonel landed, the guy was literally... That picture is... He was doing well before that. So him and Kelbrook were doing well against Golovkin and Kelbrook before, obviously, those bigger men caught them. Just went to bed. Way, fam. Khan he, was sleeping. He's fought Maidana. He's fought um, Zab Judah against his past his prime. Marco Tony Barrera, one of the best Mexican fighters of all time. Um, Devin Alexander. I mean, his, his resume, Polu Malinaji, two-time, two-weight world champion. For a lot of guys, and he's beat them, beat quite a lot of guys as well. I mean, I rec- I think his record in those top fights is positive as well. Maybe seven and five, if I remember correctly. Um, but yeah, like I said, it was Kelbrook's World Cup final. It was Amir Khan's probably Champions League. I'll say semi final maybe. Yeah, but Khan was Khan in the f- from the first round. In the first round, he took that punch, and it was really it yeah. was really over for him. It's crazy because at first I thought they stopped it kind of early. Because when you even though your rings, I was not ringside and floor floor seats, I was kind of at the back, and for me, it's harder to see the little intricacies when you're looking through the ropes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously, Kelbrook was applying the pressure, 
And when he stopped, I was thinking, he hasn't, he's maybe land clean once, but it's all blocking most of his punches. But then when I watched it back, the last three rounds, Ame can't belly through. Yeah. I feel like that's what it was. Like, he'd kind of stopped. Like, yeah. he was just trying almost not to get knocked down, embarrassing mm. to you, but yeah. wasn't fighting anymore. He could have, if he had gone on anymore, he would have, the beating he would have taken would have been crazy because he, yeah. he wasn't throwing, he was just trying to def- defend from Brook. But Brook's power was just tolling and you yeah. could just see his legs were getting weaker. And I think it's that bang that you were saying in the yeah. first round. The first I round, think from then he realised, yeah, I'm not winning this fight. Time, <laughs> like time he knew, man. That was a mad, it's mad that it happened so early for him because that, that punch really yeah. like, took it. Like you could say maybe Khan won the... Uh, second, I think second round was his best chance. Round, yeah. He had a little flurry, but that's about it. He lost, every, he lost everything else. I mean... Also good for, for those two guys. It was obviously Amir Khan won or didn't win the Olympics. Came silver in the Olympics as a seventeen-year-old, I believe. And and that was a great achievement for British boxing because if it wasn't for him, they're about to pull the funding for the British boxing. There you go. Thing. Mm. So Khan has got a big influence on like the the, the next generation of boxers. You wouldn't have an Anthony Joshua or such if it wasn't for him. Do you think he lived up to his potential though, or the hype even more so? Not potential. If I'm being hypercritical, no. Because um, for someone that done all that, you'll at least hope for two weights as champion. I don't believe he got two weights. I believe he got one and 140. I don't, he didn't win a major belt once, four, seven, 154, 160. Um, him was, he, the issues with him was a bit too brave for his own good, the English way or the British way, which is to their detriment. Like, for example, I always used the comparison. People like Terence Crawford, Errol Spence, they're not fighting Golovkin, Mm. Out of the blue, they're not fighting mm. Canelo. That's why out of the blue, well. yeah, yeah. There's the damaging losses for them. I mean, Kell Brook, in my opinion, Kell Brook at his best, he runs Errol Spence and Terence Crawford very close. Like on his on his best, when he's on his best on a good day, he could beat those guys. I mean, for me, on his best, he's, he beat Porter. I think him and his best, the best um, matchup for him would be him and his best and Firm at their best. That would have been literally three fights, one wins, one loss. He? He's lost Pacquiao, but he's been injured for ages. Firm at his best is like 2013, 2016 times maybe. But him at his best, Kel Brook at his best, that's as good he's as he gets. Firmin's back now, isn't he? He'll, he'll still lose to the major guys, in my opinion. Well, the major guys are, well, who are we classifying as the major guys? Errol Spence and Crawford. He's not as good as those guys. And I thought those guys probably would have beat Kel Brook at his best, but those fights would have been very, very close. Taylor stepping up now, isn't he? Oh, I don't know about Taylor. We'll talk about Taylor. <laughs> but um, flipping, yeah, I mean... Yeah, they're too brave for their own good. The reason I say don't reach his potential, he didn't win the extra um, weight, um, another weight at, as a world champion, and he didn't really improve. As bad as um, harsh as it may sound, like I said, he saw full of speed and reflexes, and when they diminished, the power didn't really improve like he that. Yeah. Um, defense never improved, and that was his main flaw. <clears throat> Whenever he went into trade, he never really had power anyway. So when he's trading, so other guys could take two of his punches and land one because they had that much more of a power advantage. And he didn't really improve on his part, like I said, and he didn't improve on his defense. So he went into the trades, he would punch him, would leave his right hand or right side exposed, and then people just counter him. And yeah. the glass chin. I will never forget that loss against Brendan. I will never forget. For me, it's not necessarily a glass chin per se. I just think he does too too many punches flush on the chin. And anyone, regardless of your chin, if you take flush punches on your chin, you're gonna go down oh, and be staggered. The 17 seconds, Prescott spun that guy out, out. Out basically, like Khan didn't even know it was. Didn't last only seventeen seconds, surely? Huh? Lost seventeen lost seconds. Well, first round. Yeah, he lost in the first round. There was a fight, I think, in the first round knockout where he he had been fasting that day though. Was it? And oh, was it, it might have been. Well, Prescott said he was going to knock him out. He knocked him out. The thing is, Prescott, 
after that underwhelming career after that his career if you look at his, his I remember just seeing his um, record he's, after that he, had like, he has like 20 losses press got so that was his maybe that was his World that Cup that was his World Cup wasn't it knocked him out huh? I mean Amir Khan um, what, what's in he has a record of 34 and 6 it was his 70 rounds he lost to Prescott let me check <laughs> oh you're right damn yeah I forgot about that Prescott was undefeated at the time um, 34 and 6 I believe Brook is 40 and 3 Mm-hmm. It's a lot more, but obviously Brooks' route is completely different to Khan. That's the thing. Like I said, I touched on before the Olympics. I remember watching a few uh, documentaries, videos. I was saying basically the difference in winning gold and not winning gold is massive. So and Brooks didn't even medal. He didn't go to Olympics. So I mean, can't uh, the number was um, I think Oscar De La Hoya and uh, what's his name for Mayweather. They went to Olympics. I think four years apart. I think uh, I remember Oscar ninety two. He won gold there, and then Mayweather ninety six. Mayweather won bronze. Oscar won gold. Oscar, because he won gold, the promotional um, bandwagon was with him. Mm-hmm. First fight... He's got a, he's got a statue outside. Devcrypto.com. Somehow. He's, he's a, a, a Los Angeles boy, I guess. Flipping. So his first fight, he was, he was able to um, earn, earn up to $75,000. First fight. That's mad. Like, compared to... I don't know what... Um, the, some people say that the greatest boxer of all time. What's his name? We are talking about it. Ray Robinson. Roy Jones. Well, Ray Jones, yeah. yeah, Ray Jones Jr. He got, he got silver. He got robbed as well. Yeah. But the thing is, yeah, so as a gold medalist, he could earn up to 75k in his first fight. Like I said, that's as high as it gets. I mean, from what I can remember hearing, I don't remember any, anyone any more as their first fight. That's not so obviously like a YouTuber. Floyd Mayweather, on the other hand, as a bronze medalist, the max he could earn was 10k, I believe. I think that was the, the, the mathematics. Well, you definitely made the money up. So yeah. then you got Amir Khan, of course. Then you got Amir Khan, silver medalist. I'm not saying it earned 75k, but probably earned like 20k, 10k, maybe. We'll see. And then you had Kel Brook, no medalist at all. So they were on different trajectories from the beginning. That's why Khan was the A side for this fight. He's always been A side from the get go. Mm. Like, if you've got Olympics, you medal. Like you said, he saved English boxing, essentially. I mean, he's going to be in the folklore of English boxing probably forever. And But for me, as an amateur, Amir Khan was better. Because you know a lot of punches, fast hands. He's a he's a counter system. So you like whoever lands more punches wins. Yeah. Professionals it's a lot more different. As you saw, we're gonna talk on the Josh Taylor Jack Kettle fight. You can get outlanded and still win, even though they um, Taylor lost. But you, you can actually win a fight. Taylor, Taylor Taylor may have lost, but Kettle's closing was poor. Yeah, it was. It was. So it, the the what he left on the judge's mind was that Taylor was gonna win because it's hard to take a like a champion off. Yeah, issue issue. We'll touch on that after, but um. Yeah. But yeah, timings, um, power, more stronger. Kell Brook, his style lended more to the um, professionals. And I believe, well, in my opinion, he's a better boxer, professional boxer than Amir Khan, just that the resume would lend more to Amir Khan, in my opinion, mainly because he had more opportunity, which stems from the Olympics. So who should be happier with their career, looking back, if they were both to retire today after those? I mean, I'll say Amir Khan, he's made more money. He's got a better resume. They what they both. Book is all, book he's had more. He's, 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 um, I think he's been a unified champion. Yeah. He's won more belts. He, yeah, I mean, Khan, the only thing is that Book has is beat him. Yeah. But, and he's gonna. That's it. But I mean, that's Khan, enough for him. That's probably, enough for a man. <laughs> I beat you, dog. That's it. But yeah, I mean, Book. For me, Book is the better fighter, but the greatest fan is Amir Khan. Amir Khan's had a greater career, but if you tell me who's actually the better fighter if they face, even their prime, I still think Kyle Brook would have beat him. So, um. Is it? Is it all about what comes down? That's what is more important for you? It's true. And just before we touch on that, I mean, if you look at the resume, the guys they've lost to, Kell Brook has only lost to three Hall of Fame fighters. Amir Khan, he's lost to, obviously, Crawford Canelo. He's also lost to Prescott. 
Um, Danny Garcia is not going to make a Hall of Fame in my opinion. And who's that one? Maybe is it Devin Alexander? I think he lost to. Yeah, you know I mean he's lost to guys he shouldn't lose to. So, but then against big guys, you know he probably shouldn't be. But I, I, yeah, for example, yeah, like I said Kelbrook, better fighter. Um, Amy Khan, greater fighter, I guess. Life is funny, isn't it? Because it's all about impact, isn't it? You look back on it and you see the great impact is probably Khan, it's a bigger name. Like if you were to go on the street and ask people, uh, who do you know? Khan, yeah, yeah, more people yeah. know Khan, and that's just life and boxing, isn't it? It's even with it's funny because if you, if you look at this, what White is doing mm-hmm. with this Fury thing, it's actually harmful for him making his purses in the future. If you're not gonna come to press conference, you're not gonna be a name. Yeah. You have to become. It doesn't matter if you win. Like boxing is all about names. But it's this, about money. You make money by being a name. Yeah, but he's doing this for uh, a deliberate reason, which I don't think it will happen again. I would like to. I would like to think at least. He's doing it because obviously he doesn't want food to get in his head. But food. No, it's not. It's, it's not, not that. He's doing it because he got underpaid, in his opinion. And he's, he's, just, want, he's making the most money he's ever made. Yeah, he is. But he's, in his opinion, he got underpaid, and he's, get, he's been jobbed by WBC. That he, I think he had the owner. A dispute and I don't think it worked in his favour so he's not going to help promote the fight that's going to not, not pay him accordingly so that's why that's why I believe he's not doing it so what you're doing is you're basically impacting your future purposes because yeah. there's only there's only two cash cows in this sport and that's why they get paid and unfortunately this is just how life is if you can bring money bring seats that's it because if if White was fighting someone else would they who cares even if he was the world champion who cares yeah, I mean, the guys they wouldn't even be able to get the money they're getting now. The only guys that can sell out Wembley for White with White would have been Fury and AJ. Yeah. AJ, AJ probably wouldn't. They're twenty four already, and they did in the nah, they just sell out. Just, uh, oh, they sell well, out if AJ had if AJ had all the belts, they would sell out Wembley. Yeah. I just I don't think they have sold out the tickets yet because I haven't. I mean, I've got a ticket, but I don't. Eighty five k, eighty five k is sold out. They're trying to increase the capacity. It's just hundred k. Well, you know. Wait, well, you didn't get my ticket. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, were you willing to pay five bills? Five bills is a lot. Five bills is for the tickets, yeah. Floor, floor seats, yeah. Okay. Oh, you got floor seats? Yeah, I told oh, you. Wait. I watched that on my TV, fam. I'm happy to watch that on TV. Only fight I'm getting off this seat for any country, AJ, Fury, I'm going Saudi. <laughs> but I'll get out of my seat. I'm going there. I'll even go to Las Vegas if I have to. I was Spence, Terence Crawford, I'll go to America for. I, I heard it's uh, expensive. Uh, one of no. my work colleagues said he went, he booked a hotel in a... Vegas. In Vegas. How much is it? 5k plus the taxes they have out there. 5k for the hotel? How long? It's a three nights. Yeah, Vegas get pricey though. So yeah. Plus any extra Vegas expenditures yeah. and that, you know what I mean? No, so if you're looking to go there, he said there's maybe about 15 to 20k trip, so... Damn. <laughs> Damn. You know, you see these English, like when Ricky Hatton would fight over there, like yeah. how many people would actually go out there with him? Like these men are some dedicated supporters. Cause well, they're they probably bread, staying bro. in the motels though. Uh, yeah, but they're still probably running out their savings actually, out there. Actually, now, some of the certain dons have got, like, they've got peace. They've got the peace. They Plumbers make peace, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've got your plumber fan base, a yeah, yeah. couple jobs make that money <laughs> like this. Yeah, my boys go um, plumbing business. FBS, uh, Patrick Building Services, my guy. Yeah, yeah. the white of van course. men don't, them don't man, sleep them on them. Oh, yeah, white, some duns are making more than duns in suits. They don't yeah. sleep on them. I mean, you don't sleep on them at all. I mean, like, especially, especially, a lot of them is their own business, so they yeah. control everything. Yeah. So, they have practical jobs. And people also need plumbing. You know, I mean, electricians, people, all of these things you do with your hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah, gonna need the tra- those trades. I mean, more, more black people should learn trades. I mean, obviously, obviously, you know how people of our culture feel about doing. Work for other people, mm. they find it degrading. Well, they don't work. You know, they don't want to be a waiter. If we had a black shop, 
Some don't want to be with us. Hey, you see that, boys? They don't want to serve you. <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> Imagine but, you saw me coming to this, your shop and you're the waiter. How would you feel? If I was in America, I'd be happy because you you would I'll, I'll, I'll tip, tip, yeah. tip, 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 tip. <laughs> you can't get the kind of debt. In the UK, someone like yeah, but, oh, this is what you're doing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you last week. You're just flashing though. You're on a table though, and you did this. That's what they would do. But imagine they won't let you enjoy. But flipping, but flipping, what's it called? Um, yeah, you can be no, but you know, even in office, you're working for someone. So I don't get that. Line yeah, of but work. office job's got the stigma where it's like that was kind I'm of like, like, no, like this. You get it? Because <laughs> <laughs> you got a laptop and you're looking at a screen. Obviously, no, I'm, 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 I'm intellectual. I'm using my mind. Yeah, my, using my it's because you know it's my degree. <laughs> I got me this job. Uh, that's what it is. But Alex, back to the point we were talking about. Why? Why needs to? He needs to do more to enhance his image because. How many people are big fans of White? Yeah. He doesn't no, really have fans no. like that. He yeah, like, no he doesn't have a core base yeah. like, oh yeah, these are Dylan White Fury fans. Fury has a core base. AJ has the streets. Wilder well, had the America. Yeah. It's like, there's only three, uh, and now you got him. You said, um, he just has the, the White Dons, European yeah, Dons. Yeah, the Eastern European. Yeah, yeah, and they support him. White is just, Guy, I feel like where you've been waiting so long for this opportunity, yeah, just just take it and then do the diva yeah. stuff after, innit? Once yeah. you've got the belts or if you do what, get them. What did you say about Floyd when he fought De La Hoya? Because he was willing to be the B-side. Yeah, you're willing. Sometimes yeah, you have to just yeah, wait. Just yeah, be the B-side. Because even if you... Why is actually like he's going to lose? Yeah. But he's just... He's, the money he's making is just for losing. No, nah, yeah, come here. Like he just wants... Yeah. If, if you plan on winning, the money's piece. there. The yeah. money's there afterwards. Like, yeah. what are you worrying about how big this fight is? You're the most lucrative, you're what, the most lucrative name in the boxing. Yeah, you yeah. can set up the AJ rematch. And your you can go into that AJ fight as the A side. Yeah. And yeah. now it completely changes. You've got the belts. Yeah. AJ wants to fight me. What's it? Roll to under speed. Is that what he was saying? Mm-hmm. That, that there would be a crazy fight. Like Even right now, I'd still want to see that. If none of them had belts, that would be a fight that the I streets think, would still want to see. I think AJ, AJ would win that though. He's already knocked him through the ropes. Why, yeah, why but is that the a, same? Is that the same Dylan White that we've got today? Is that, is that the same AJ uh, as well? Yeah. Povetkin put his head in this. It was only a year ago that <laughs> Povetkin had White seeing stars, <laughs> had absolutely seeing stars. So that's a, that was a tough loss for him. Yeah, it was. There's only two losses though: Povetkin and AJ. They're quality yeah. losses. What Povetkin got? What? How many belts? Povetkin got. He no, wasn't a world champion. He won a version of it that wasn't the major major version. He won the. The, um, basically the number one contender version I forget what they call it for, they call it these days but maybe the silver belt the we silver need belt. no more belts if this is what we're going to get to where we're giving out silver yeah, belts yeah. we just need one belt I wish I've had enough I've no had enough there. WBA WBC what's the other ones you got WBA WBC IBF. and WBO the WBO is the interfered on the bin because that one came came across in the new millennium. So since 2000, I think that's when it became a major belt. Because so I need to find out what the criteria is to become a major belt because I might make make a belt. You know what I mean? The mellow belt. They, they need to unify, man. The, Just all go under one. The streets belt. The streets. What, uh, linear champion. What's this the linear uh, belt? What does that one mean? That, I think that's like the person that beat the last... The who, yeah, the person who beat the man that beat the man that beat the man. Let's go as Fury, let's say, back to the Joe, Joe, I think John O'Sullivan days. I think he's the first distinguished heavyweight champion. So the the lineal champ has gone all the way to Fury because Fury's beat the champ that beat the champ. Fury beat Klitschko. Klitschko was the lineal champ. Flip. And you never had that. No, because he, by the time he beat Klitschko, he was, Klitschko was a beat man from <laughs> from Fury. Well, Fury was gonna retire, so that lineal thing would have just. Yeah. No, no, it, they they it, it respawns basically. <laughs> <laughs> So that's how I did with him. <laughs> that's how I said that belt we smooth. It's done then. That's how when because Lennox Lewis retired as the lineal champ, I believe, 
and then the next basic consensus of the Lineal Champions then built up. That's it's, it's, no one beats the Lineal Champions. Canelo's going to retire. No, no. Lennox Lewis retired in heavyweight division okay. as the heavyweight Lineal Champ, I believe. And then no one beat him, obviously. He beat Vitaly Kitschko. And then obviously he, he kind of respawned under Vitar, um, Vladimir Kitschko because he's the one that beat everyone else that was there. Okay. And so uh, Vladimir Kitschko had most of the belts. So he became the Lineal Champ. I believe that's happened. I mean, to rush up on that. Lennox Lewis lost though. He, yeah, but you beat them back. Okay. So they may have taken the little championship belt and he beat them back to avenge his losses. Interesting. Well, what a crazy thing boxing is. The sport I, that I love that I hate so much. Is Canelo a little or whatever he is? I'm not sure how many little championship belts he has in weights. I know Floyd has four out of his five weights. I'm not sure how many Canelo has. So you did respawn it to? I don't know, the, the, one, the, the ones in the lower divisions change so, so quickly. I don't know who the Lineal Champions is in those. Talking about Lineal Champions, Jack Taylor. It's, the, it's cold on four belts. Josh Taylor. Josh Taylor, Jack Taylor, Taylor lost that. Taylor. <laughs> I think he's, he's in the Lineal Champ of 140, maybe. He's got all four belts, so he must have beat the man to beat the man. He should be, yeah. He should be, is yeah. he 140? Yeah, that's, it. that's a major issue. That's why people say they lost. They're saying he felt like he was too small. Yeah, they say he felt too small. I mean, that could have been he it. He felt too small. I mean, it's hard. he took too much out of him to make the weight. But he's bigger now. So he's, he's 31 to, now, it takes too much on him. Yeah, he's looking to go up to 147 immediately. He's going to fight Crawford, isn't he? I said they're trying to do a rematch at 147. But then Jack Carroll was saying, I've never fought that weight. So they're trying, trying to do a catch rate at 143 or 144. They're going to do a rematch. It's a waste of That's time. That's the only way they can do a rematch. It's a, it's a waste of time. Just, I mean, just, no, it's not a waste of time. Jack, Josh Taylor needs to... It's a waste of time for Josh Taylor. Yes. It's not a waste of time. He needs to, because he, he's fight, as you said, he's 31. So it's about years. It's a good four years. He needs to clear, clean up that loss. It's not a loss, though. No, and but... It's <laughs> 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 yeah, he needs to, to just take it. He needs to clean up the loss. He needs to clean up the indecision, as you said. When a fight is indecisive, you should go back and deal with the issue that you've had at hand. Because if we don't, that's going to be in your resume forever. That's what Floyd done so well. All these close bouts, he went back, Madonna and Castillo specifically. Madonna's his closest fight. Yeah. He lost one against in, his, in 2000. And I think a guy called some Castillo, Castillo. Castillo. That's the one I was very close. Arguably lost. I need to watch that one over again. I say, was his closest fight? Did you say he lost that fight? It was Castillo. I mean, I need to watch it over. I can't remember. I, it's very close. I mean, I can't, oh, I know that Castillo outlanded him by bear. Like, but like I, like I said, you could get outlanded by 100 punches. But It's all about just. First of all, this is bo- boxing's reputation plays a big part. If you're a big name, it's very hard for you to lose. You actually have to clearly lose. Yeah. You have to be knocked out. You have to be there, not standing, because they're gonna they're homers. They're gonna be like, oh, this is the the champion. We need to keep this guy the champion because he's a bigger name. It takes a lot for you to lose. Also, what was it? It was a UK fight. I'm not gonna have the UK advantage. So not really much, but and you have to go out on a high. And Cattle didn't really go out on a high. Yeah. Like Taylor was getting into the fight. It was, it, it was okay at the ending. It was just like, mm. I mean, ideally, that's what Usy did to AJ. He started strong and he finished strong. And if you start strong, finish strong, you usually, because that's the stuff that people remember, the start and the finish. People don't really remember the middle rounds unless you get, unless it's a knockdown, which is so unfortunate for Jack, um, Josh, no, Jack Carroll, because mm. he knocked him down in the eighth round. And we've got a point deducted. So that counts as that out. Um, I mean, I scored a fight 114, 111 to Catro. It could have been 115, 110. It could have been 113, 112. But most I scored a 114, 111. I mean, there were a couple of swing rounds. But I mean, I don't see the absolute best you could have given 
Josh Taylor is 131.12 if you wanted him to. So the judge that did 114, 111.12. 114.11. That was the greatest one. But if you wanted to Josh Taylor to win, like it appears they did. I mean, apparently, because I was watching a fallout of the of the fight interviews that um, Jack Carroll's been doing. He's gone on like a little a tour to plead his case, which as he should. Um, what he was saying, apparently, when he got allocated tickets, he, just, he didn't have his name on it. He just said, welcome to the Josh Taylor show. So if that tells me that the fix was in of from course. the get-go. Of course it's a fix. No, you didn't even say, you didn't even say Josh Taylor versus Jack Carroll. Just said, welcome to the Josh Taylor show. Think about this. Taylor's the name. Yeah. Who cares about Carroll? So, he cares about so I didn't really know about Carroll. He crushed Carroll the party. Before. He crushed the party, which is good. He, did, he, did, he didn't do enough, though. If he had done a knockdown in round 12, it would have yeah. been undeniable that he won. And I'm but kind of here for that. About four, what, nine, four rounds? Yeah. I, just, I, think, I think he'd done enough. I mean, if he didn't have a knockdown, then I could understand. But he had a knockdown. I think he'd done enough. I mean, if you fight against a guy that's better than you, you're not going to dominate them for 12 rounds unless, you, they're your, unless you're the next up-and-coming behemoth. I mean, which I don't think he is. I didn't know about him that much before, but, you know, obviously you're doing some research around the time of the fight and after the fight. I mean... Carl Frampton, a uh, uh, top British um, world champion, Teddy is apparently the best guy he's ever seen in sparring. He sparred Carl um, Frampton. He's the best guy who's seen. Carl Frampton said Jack Cat was the best guy he's ever seen in okay. sparring. He sparred um, Canelo. He sparred Floyd. Apparently, Floyd used him as a guy when he was fighting Pacquiao. And he sparred Kel Brook, I believe, in Amir Khan. He sparred some real top guys. And if you're sparring these top guys and holding your own, it does lend itself for you to be a good fighter. And apparently, you know, he's been held under um, under wraps. No one really knew about him like myself. And he, he, goes, he shocked the world. I mean, unfortunately, he didn't get the um, validation that he deserved. But he did shock the world for sure. He's a quality fighter. Uh, I do feel, though, that if, if you're trying to dethrone the king, you need to do a bit more in it. Like, you have to cut the man's head to, off. Yeah, you have to make it clear. Like, leave no doubt. I thought we made it clear. I don't know what you guys want him to do. Dethrone the king. You have to bury him twelve feet under. <laughs> I mean, Cut his head the only thing he could have done was don't let him get back up. Know, at another done. knockdown or knockout or you know finish strong the later rounds. But there's only so much. I mean, that was probably the best fight he's ever gonna fight in his career. Maybe we'll see. There's only so much you can do. The fire wobble. And if I saw that just Taylor undefeated, people saying he's the next up. People saying he's the best British boxer, pound for pound, top ten. I mean. If you're, I mean, yeah, if you're as talented as Jack Carroll is, which it doesn't seem, the best. it doesn't seem he's, on this podcast, the sentiment about him being the best as well. Well, there you go. It doesn't seem he's the an, an extra level special boxer. He seems like he's a very good boxer. It doesn't seem like he's going to be one of the best in the generation. That's what I'm trying to say. I mean, that's his best ever now. I mean, what would you want a guy to do? I mean, if, if it's someone like Shakur Stevenson, then yeah, maybe I could expect him to knock him out or, or flipping Tank Davis or maybe uh, obviously a younger Crawford and stuff like guys, Errol Spencer, guys I expect to be potentially, you know, generational fighters. I don't expect Jack Carroll to be a generational fighter. Is not a generational. Did you mention him? What do you, I don't know, but his power is, who knows? So we have to see. I could knock him. I think I, I could, I could <laughs> knock him out. I don't know. I'm too big. You guys want to punch the body. I'm too big. You're throwing up, bro. I'm too big for him, but. You know. He's got. A lot of questionable fights. He does, and he's gonna fight Roly again, apparently. So that's gonna be question. But it's that nonetheless. If he gives fight Roly, it looks like they're gonna fight Roly. The one he's supposed to do instead of the Isaac Cruz, I believe, which is gonna be a nonsense fight. But anyways, the build up will be great. But yeah, if, uh, if Javante gives you a punch to the body, bro, you're throwing up, bro. Well, Secure, maybe how about Shakur Stevenson? Why? You think you beat can beat Javante? I think he's the best fight of this generation. Always gonna be end up being yeah. Secure Stevenson. He's gonna end up being the best. They're different generations. How old is he? He's like, he's our age, like 23, 24, maybe 22. Okay. Could he beat Lemonchenko right now? Probably, yeah. You sure? Yeah, he can, yeah. He's better, he's going to end up being better than Tifimo, he's going to be better than Haney, probably better than Tank. 
I mean, so you said Shakur is the best. I will those guys. I said it a couple episodes, or a few episodes. He's the best, yeah. Then I've been watching some. I'll Haney be surprised clips. if you I get some Haney clips. I'm not that big a fan of Haney. Haney is good, but he's not as good as those guys. I'll be surprised if um, Shakur doesn't get at least three world championships in different weight divisions. I think he could be to get between three and five. How big can you find out? So he's found out one thirty, I think. So one thirty, we got belt. I think it's a two weight world championship. I think he's done one twenty five, one twenty eight, or one twenty seven, one thirty now, one three five, one forty. Maybe one four seven will top out us. I'm gonna remember the name and remember your claims here. Still, I said it. Wow, Shakur Stevens, look him up. <laughs> look, look at his fight against Jamal Heron, world champion, tore him apart. So that's what I expect for him. He tore him apart, stopped him. That's TKO. The best way to. That's the best. Yeah, way. but Shakur is, is on a different trajectory to Jack. Shakur's here. Jack Carroll's. Yeah. That's what we're saying. Yeah. So then maybe you don't deserve to even hold those belts yeah, in there. Like, yeah. Why have you beat him? Because it's just another step. It's unnecessary. Unfortunately, you know, everything's about. You know, you know this. My, this is mellow man of, I look into the deeper meaning. <laughs> man, there's more to this. You know how sports are. They like to have a dominant figure. Sports are not good when anyone can beat everyone. It's not good. It doesn't make a good spectacle. It doesn't make a good yeah. sport. Yeah, I'm, you need a force. Yeah, that is true. You need um, you need a dominant force. Yeah, you need an underdog, all that sort of stuff. But Jack Carroll beat him convincingly. At the end of the day, you know, you know basketball. You watch basketball. Yeah. When was basketball his biggest in the last decade? And Golden State yeah, was the overall. It goes about being everyone. You think that no one wants to watch, but that's what made everyone want to watch. Premier League is a, it's a behemoth right now. There's just two dominant teams, and then a load of, you know, two and a half, two and a half, two and a half, two and a half. We thought it was free at the beginning of the season. We're saying free. <laughs> well, it's even a third way for the season. I thought Chelsea were going to run away with it. Chelsea but at the time when I said Chelsea not even conceding, I was like, oh, these men are clear. And then Chua got injured and the attack fell apart. Yeah. <laughs> like Mourinho once said, two grown horses and just a baby horse. Yeah, the baby still, horse right now. Your baby horse out of this time. Maybe next year you might want to be involved. But see, is it like we have the dominant teams. Like, as I said, there's te- when the sport's like that, it just it makes it a better sport. That's why Canelo, Canelo's actually good for boxing because he's just... So people watch, the, watch him. They watch him because they want to watch him lose or they want to watch him win. At the end of the day, they're watching. Same with me, yeah. That's mm-hmm. what happened, yeah. I mean, yeah, I understand that wholeheartedly, for sure. But I just, well, not if I just know, Josh got beat convincingly. It wasn't really close. But as you said, welcome to Josh Taylor, sir. It is, unfortunately. Welcome to the Josh Taylor show. I mean, he got outlanded 120 to 73. So 120 to 73. Power punches 8, 1 to 57. Like I said before, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to lose the fight. Because you could, you could, every you could win four rounds, and the other guy could win eight rounds. But those four rounds, you might outland him fifteen to ten, fifteen to, but well, outland him by fifteen punches. And then those eight rounds he wins, he might outland you by one. Obviously, fifteen times four, sixty. One times eight, well, eight, eight. You know what I mean? You're already at disadvantage. Um, but you know, it's sad. Um, he, he was trying to petition to get the um, decision overturned. That was never going to happen. Do you think a big business is going to say, oh? Thursday evening, you know what we've overturned the decision because there you have to. That means you're admitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you made a something mistake. Oh wrong. yeah, we just overturned the decision. Kettle was the winner. That's the dumbest thing you ever thought in his life. How that ever happened? You trying to be um the difference maker? Who the who the heck's gonna allow that to happen? No, but I Would hear it because it, it means a lot more in it for a boxer when the decision goes against, goes against you because you. you're not fighting again for God knows when. Three, four, five, and six then. Months. It's like now everything that you put in yeah. has now just what, been what taken away boxing, from you. The worst thing that ever happened to boxing is that oh, being so important. Oh yeah, yeah that's the detrimental side of yeah. his legacy. But yeah, what Ali said is is pertinent. It's correct. I mean, 
Um, someone I was touching as well. When boxers, when you lose, the detrimental effects of you losing it are way bigger than any other sport. Do you know so mm-hmm. what? What so what should they do? We should give them a whole day to make the decision. No, they need to get the decisions right. And give them a fair shake. So this is my idea to solve it. What they should do? Obviously, if it's not a knockout or the referee hasn't stopped it, they should wait a day, give us some time to watch on the video, see see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. They come back to the arena and announce the decision. Or maybe get the, the what's called the judges to explain yeah, their How decisions. hard is it? It's hard to judge in real time. Give them time. Yeah. If you want to get them you to do that, yeah. Let them watch a couple yeah, highlights. Give them 10 minutes, that. Yeah, give them 20 minutes to do it. That's not bad, Just call it a draw for now. Well, and then we'll, we'll, we'll come back with That's the dance of actually football VR because when someone scores and they do the VR stuff, the, yeah, but, but what the, excitement, the excitement of the celebration is gone. But you said you want things that everyone yeah, but obviously. In a in they can not a day you can actually in the ring maybe five ten minutes actually just review the fight. But people don't want to watch that. No, I mean, no. at least just if it's not that clear, go for a draw. Let's get a rematch. Yeah. You know, like, there's no that's point. The, it's the too answer. it's too objective for you to now give it to like, a side. Boxing has the the scoring system of uh, boxing is different for every single judge. Like obviously, okay, what do you count as a winning round? Who's been more dominant? Is it dependent on the amount of strikes? Is it dependent on the, how effective a strike is? Like. It's so subjective. They need to they need to make it less subjective, more objective. They need to clarify. So the you're gonna rules. put rules. Then if you put rules, you lose the beautiful science. If it just becomes how many hits do you get in? Just change mm. those. No, but they need to do that criteria. Like you'd be like, okay, who lands a more effective punch? Which is it's supposed to be. But then how do you know what's a more effective? Different, different weight um, governing bodies have different rules. Like WBC and I think WBA, they have different rules to each other. And IBF, it's slightly different. Um, yeah, you could do it like this. Well, who lands more effective punches? How do you clean very well effective punches? As in clean punches, so hooks, power punches, hooks, uppercuts, stuff like that, are straight, are more are more effective than jabs, you know, because they're power punches, jabs are not power punches. Yeah, but how would you balance 15 landed jabs to three power punches? It's like, it's so objective that if you don't have a clear win, I just feel like, because there's times where it goes all the way through, all round, and you, you everybody knows this guy won. Like, it's clear somebody's won here. But where it's a bit um, like ambiguous, ambiguous and it's a split decision, I don't know, I just feel like, just call it a draw. Let's get the rematch going. Because right now, most of the rematches, you get rematches when somebody's lost and they want to get, they want to avenge themselves. And that... You get a rematch to avenge yourself. Come with that power, like, uh, what was the guy we thought we saw? Um... Yard. Yard. Yard and Arthur. Like, Yard came with that with that vengeance in yeah, the bones. Yeah, yeah, come with that vengeance. Yeah. Have that in your bones. Sometimes it's good to lose. Sometimes yeah. it's good to build yourself up. Stop thinking about the O. It doesn't make you great because if everyone ends with an O, it doesn't really, the effectiveness of it, it yeah. doesn't mean anything anymore. Think about how many people in the next generation are going to have zeros next to their names of losses. There's yeah, going to be so many. It's just going to yeah. be ineffective. Like, think about it. Kawasaki Hazard didn't lose. Ward didn't lose. I think eventually it'll flip again because um, people f- start to forget more about Floyd and his impact because you know, everything gets washed away over time. Floyd, is how many undefeated boxers are there now? There's like three or four or five? And that's the thing, but you know, things are cyclical. So we'll come back to the time where, you know, everyone's fighting everyone because eventually this model's going to collapse. People are not going to make enough money or there's not enough, enough good fights and people are going to be like, um, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You know, let's go back to everyone fighting everyone. You know, who cares about oh, let's maximize the revenue, give the fans what they want. But probably won't happen. Maybe, maybe not next generation, but generation after next for sure. That's what Spencer and Crawford are gonna do. Ladies fight. No, no, Spencer and Crawford should fight end of the year. Yeah, they both win. That's yeah. if Crawford fights again. That's not gonna happen. It should. Ha- There's no one else to fight. Because Spencer have three belts. Crawford's the only guy with the belt. Crawford is now a free agent. There's literally no one else to fight. I swear, he's too busy thinking about Bob Owen. There's even Furman said he's too busy thinking about Bob Owen, isn't it? He's, 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 I mean, the only other guy potentially they could fight is Furman, but that's not it, man. <laughs> I 
I mean, the, the other guy that would have made sense to them, especially commercially, would have been Pacquiao. But Pacquiao's out of the picture now. So that, unless they go up and wait. Taylor, you said that Taylor would go up. After so that, who who wants to fight Taylor? Yeah, he might fight Taylor in the interim. But after that performance, because people are saying he could beat Taylor or he could, he could beat, uh, Taylor could beat him or give him a good fight. But after the interim, you know... Uh, the funny thing, you know how yeah. boxing is? I reckon that Taylor would give him a very good fight. He could. Mm. I mean, Taylor could, even after that, Taylor could still give him a, a very good fight. Because Taylor would be so hyped up and up for it and he'll be trained, motivated. I mean, that's probably why, part of the reason why Taylor didn't perform as well. Maybe underestimated Jack Carroll, um, the weight issues overlooking him looking at Crawford for our spence and he got punished that's we got away with get we got away more dangerous than a wounded line i mean yeah so he comes back he'll be more focused than ever against a call for 17 he will do well but yeah i mean we'll see what boxing goes and where we do with boxing but yeah football manchester derby i just want to be great hmm just want to be great you just want to be great yeah i just want to be great anyway manchester derby one sided a second half <laughs> good first half though Malcolm came out with a tactical game plan change with the Pogba and Buna up top. Um, I was really shocked. So he tried to match them man for man. Mm. It was a very German tactic, Bundesliga yeah. yeah. kind of tactic. Like he he tried to actually play mano mano football with Man City. It's completely different to what we've been seeing with mm. Solskjaer against yeah. the big teams. It was it was a change because I like old Man United compact. Playing their shape, counter attack, offer co- cover yeah. for their centre backs, which are obviously liabilities, as is, and counter attack. Yeah. And you know what? It was working against the big teams. United were getting results on the social yeah. against the big teams. That's the one thing you can compliment social. And social knew his limitations yeah. in these games. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of like, I already knew like, boy, we can't go man yeah. man against these man. When he it came there, up. and he, he actually tried to play Man City. Like, like he used kind of Bielsa. Do you know how Bielsa used yeah, to play? Yeah. Man to man. Every man is like accounting for... He tried to do that. And Man City, they they took time to acclimatise. Obviously, Sancho, that's a very, very... It's a very... It's a quality goal. Yeah. Like, a, literally a quality goal. And that's probably what they were trying <coughs> to do. That was probably what they envisioned and how the game was going. But Man City had a game plan and they just absolutely get... wan had one of the most treacherous treacherous yeah. performances I've ever ever seen I, like it was like it was playing it like everyone was playing on, like on ground and he was playing in like quicksand like nice. he Bambi on ice. he was awful Bambi. Like, li- and you could tell by his but- demeanour like he was like what I'm actually have yeah, to play yeah, like, struggling there. like Silva yeah. Cancelo Grealish KDB yeah. falling, they were just overloading, yeah. overloading. That's, that's overloading. Man City do that proper well. They overload their the oh. fullback, and if he's not getting help oh. from his side, what? Fam, they, no one was trying to help. Yeah, Lindelof had a bad day. Like literally, I really felt sorry for them in the second half. Like that was that was the worst second half you could have as a defender. Like there was nothing you could do. Yeah, they just got tired. Talk to me. What full Foden's performance? What do you think? It was impressive. I finishing was poor finishing was poor yeah I mean the chance he created for himself for the second goal oof. it was kind of like a Messi <laughs> it was like Messi no you can't say that <laughs> you can't compare him to Messi okay you, that's your goal you can't I can compare someone to Messi it was do you know that goal uh, Messi scored at the new come against Arsenal in the Champions League oh, I flicked it over the keeper's head yeah, flicked it over the keeper's the kind of the start of it was kind of like yeah, Messi reminiscent I was I was more impressed with Bernardo Silva. I thought Bernardo Silva was the best player. I've been very impressed with Bernardo this season. The same guy you were 
disparaging. I told you, give guys a break. I didn't disparage him. I said he's going to cut. He was poor last season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's what, last season I kind of lost my rating for him because when he first joined City, I thought, wow, they've really got themselves a player. Last season kind of went off of it a little bit and this season, he's come back with a Centurion City without KDB for the last, for that half of the season. Silva was amazing. To the point where guys are saying he's the second best player in the Premier League. Yeah, I could entertain that. He's back at his, huh? I could entertain that at the time. Yeah, I could entertain it. Now, this, this version of Silva, it's an exceptional player. I mean, the reason I said it for Foden, um, well, I asked you to guys to analyse his performance. I'm sure you've heard there's been debates in the background. I've been on the Twitter spaces. People are saying, not necessarily, some people are saying Saka's better than him. No, no, no. No, I'm just Arsenal fans. No, no, no. I'm just Arsenal fans. And some people were saying, We're really going to do Saka over Phil Foden. Some people were saying Saka and him are levels. I mean, Saka's very good. I feel Phil Foden is at least one level above. Max, do you know what? Yeah, I love football because back in the days, I love the modern football because back in the days, these discussions weren't documented like. You could say something crazy yeah, and yeah, no yeah. one would like pull you up on it. Because yeah. imagine if Ronaldinho's back here now. Mm. The same guy that idolised Ronaldinho, they'll be saying that this guy got no emperor, all he does is skills, <laughs> all he does is this. If it was Ronaldinho was in this modern era, the same love that he gets from the nostalgia, no, nah, he's not getting that. I promise you, that guy will be getting corn I mean, from these people. But I didn't still put a good, good numbers even in his era. And so if you factor it, the relative way the game is changed. For your only two-year peak, you know how they would do him. Think about what they're doing to Hazard right now. Think about what they're doing to Hazard right now. This guy and everything going on the stats. Yeah, no, I think that goes against Hazard. His numbers, even in this era, his numbers are poor. Hazard is a winner. I don't even care about numbers. And I think with Hazard as well, he played in a team that was more defensively orientated compared to other top teams. And a weak team. So that compounded his numbers being poor. And every goal he scored, he had one of the best... Christmas to the end of the season runs I've ever seen in the where every goal he scored meant something. Mourinho's title. Yeah, that, that is true. That now. is true. Also, as well, the thing that really goes against Hazard, I love Hazard, a great player. He's only got like six Champions League goals. Yeah, but he was at Chelsea. He joined Chelsea the year after he won the Champions League. We didn't make it out of the group stage that season. Ended up Europa League, and then we've had a couple Europa League stints in in his time at Chelsea, should I, should I where things didn't Champions go too well. He's probably got six. It's six. It's like eleven. It's six. He's probably got six in that fifty appearances. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Champions League is scary, but not every competition is for you. That's the highest level. That's no, every competition is for you. It's the highest level. That's like I played. A one, even one minute of Champions League football. Yeah. And yeah. That, that's where you Ask can't him. put him there. Yeah. You can't he put him with the field. Has he played one yeah. minute? That's why, that's why I, that's the, the main separation for me, hmm? especially on achievements. Him and Frodo. Saka's not played Champions League football. However, if you want to counter at that, which you can. Then, okay, okay. Please do it. Because then, then the hazard point you made is disproving. You, no, you can say the Euros. Yeah. Your hazard point is disproving. Because I, I remember... World Cup 2018, he was probably the best player there. Thank it you. He was probably the best player there. The, That's not even a debate. It was, yeah. it was probably the best player. It was between him and Modric. And maybe... Because mm, Griezmann had a great tournament. Uh, like, three players. Mbappe, Mbappe as well. Mbappe had a good tournament. Very good tournament. But that, that was Hazard. Hazard was, that was Yeah, Hazard. but I think the difference between Saka and Hazard... Hazard was exceptional. Saka's not had the opportunity yet to be at Champions League level. Hazard's played Champions League level for a long time. And his, his, his performances sorry, have been underwhelming. No, but I don't think that's... We're talking about World Cups, man. No, no, but I'm saying, at least that's what I'm saying, Saka's not played Champions League football yet for us to know whether he can do, do it at that level. So then how can we compare him no, to but Foden has, then? That's what I'm saying. But he's outplayed um, Foden at the Euros. He took Foden's spot at the Euros. He Let's didn't take Foden. Foden got injured. He got injured at the end. 
Foden, he's... I got one sack of mm, like yeah, yeah, thank you. Like, he, he played well, innit? Yeah, yeah, but he played like a young player for me. Fam, like, you can tell. the guy. So, do you know what? Yeah, I, I, I don't like this allowances because the thing with the Saka and Foden debate is like this. When people talk about Saka, it's like, oh, yeah, he can continue to develop into a player. Like, oh, he he's this, he's this, he's, he's only getting better, he's only getting better. But then when we talk about Foden, we like we don't talk about him like he's young. We talk about him yeah, like he's just like he's, he's, he's established he's finished, player. Yeah, but we know yeah. where he is. That's yeah. the difference. That's what I like. That's what I like about yeah. Foden. The Foden second debate is already been told by the way people talk about him. Because people say, oh, he's going to get sold. He's going to yeah. get this. He's not even at the end of his career. Saka, Liverpool, if I'm Liverpool and I'm looking at Saka, then I'm making a big mistake, fam. Or what, if you buy him? Yeah, if you buy him. He's not, he's not a Liverpool kind of guy. He's like, he's good for Arsenal. He's calm for Arsenal. I hear that, but I think this season is the first time I've started thinking, okay, maybe Saka is ready for that. The next level is a player What's that will be. What's his best performance for Arsenal? What big game has he played? What game have we been impressed Spurs with? Spurs game. Spurs? Is that a big game? Yeah, Burnley, a big game. Drop it on Don Burnley. even drop it on Tottenham's head. Tell me. <laughs> tell me what, what is. Spurs? We, uh, we're using Spurs now as the barometer. Yeah, especially in a North London derby. Yeah. Like, it's it, a derby yeah, game. Yeah, it's like... Guys that always play well in derby, yeah. like, that's their home. They're not going to And play Arsenal that. always... No matter how bad Arsenal are playing in the season, when it comes to a North London derby... At home? They turn up. We turn up. Come on, Mighty. Come on. Tell me. I told you, it's a Spurs game. Okay, one game. Um, yeah, no, that, 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 is, that is something he needs um, to sort has out. He, has he Liverpool. played well against... Um, City. Maybe City against at home was okay. Is that the 2-1 this season? Yeah. The Euro yeah. games, he played, he played well against... Who did he play well against? Was it, he played well against... I just want to know, like... I, I don't mind comparing him to Foden, but give me some, like, like evidence. Like, he's got more goals and assists in the Premier League than him. Okay? Smith always has more goals and assists than him. So Emmanuel Dennis has more goals and assists than them, man. He's Emmanuel <laughs> Dennis with a generational... So that's what the, the argument is. Stats here have clouded football to the worst to the worst degree. Like we don't even if we don't have stats now, God will tell you that is Bruno better than Bernardo Silva? Would you say this season? Mm. Mm. Never no, been not this season. He's had a better season than probably that season Bernardo had a down year, but overall as a player, Bruno's never been better than Bernardo. In my opinion, one, three, four, four. I think he's seven. a. It's one of those ones where he's yeah. a player. He's a better player than him. Bernardo's a better player than him. Yeah. But Bruno's efficiency is something. Yeah. Bruno, something Bruno crazy. Bruno is good at main night because there's no structure, so he can just. Yeah. You know, he can just do what you want. Yeah. I've always said if Pogba was allowed to play the same role that Bruno plays at United, you'd see a whole new Pogba. But I don't think Pogba would can't, wouldn't allow himself to do that. Yeah, yeah. Pogba doesn't just try things like, oh, Pogba gets the ball. He's not just Bruno. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's gonna, everything Pogba does is like intentionally yeah, to, yeah. to make it like come off. Yeah. He's not going to just wake up and just bang a ball yeah, into the box. Yeah, to like, just get it forward. To get it forward. Yeah. Like he does stuff with... Intention. That's the difference. Bruno doesn't even think like Bruno's. One of the good things about Bruno is he has a short memory. Like he makes a mistake, he's forgotten that he's <laughs> within a second. Like he's ready to do the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he can do the same mistake about four or five times. Yeah. Yeah. He has no conscious. Yeah, conscience. Which is it's a bad thing and a good thing because mm. you get players that like England in some of the tournaments. You see where a player's made a mistake and now they don't want to try yeah, anything okay. because yep. they're scared because they know everyone will get onto them. So now they're holding back and they're playing with a handbrake. Bruno, he plays always. Oh, I'm just gonna do what yeah. I think I can do. That's like, it. If I think I can score from here, everyone else might not see it, but I think I can score from it's here. An audacious so player. I'm gonna fam. shoot. Absolutely audacious. You got the audacity of Bruno is the, what it makes him a great player or a good player, as you can say. I think you know you know compare him to his compa- uh, to the the player on the other side that plays a similar KDB. Mm. 
Can he be just a different kind of player? To who? Yeah. To Bruno, like... Maybe it's the Pep effect. Maybe KDB no, wouldn't no, be K- like... K- KDB was, like, was good before Pep came. Well, no, but I think KDB's a lot more well-rounded than he seems. Because like, he's so good and efficient going forward at times. But he is actually... He works hard in the midfield. Mm. He does his job. Like KDB is... That's an attacking midfielder. I mean, they ha- they can both contribute, stuff like that, but KDB's a lot cleaner. Like, KDB can dominate a game without scoring and assisting. Bruno doesn't seem he can do that. KDB can create chance. KDB can keep the, keep the ball. KDB can dictate play. KDB works hard. KDB doesn't just do... He doesn't just give, give up the ball. Obviously, he does... Yeah. Obviously, he misplaces passes because he's trying things, but he's not, you can see he's, he's natural, more natural, In more organic. Magic, for, sorry, not for him. Fernandez, he's like, ah, let me just put the ball in the box. Just revive a looking. Anyway, I think about this, yeah. As as a Man City, KDB can play has played so many various roles. Yeah, he, plays, yeah. he can play out wide, which he doesn't really do anymore. Yeah, plays as the false nine. Yeah, plays as the eight. He's got a good football brain. He can Elite like, football multiple, brain. like he you can play multiple. And you he, couldn't put Fernandez as a number eight, even if he had a six behind him and two eights. Fernandez <laughs> would still struggle. The thing is, maybe if Fernandez went to Man City, he'd be a better player. Probably, yeah, Pep will force it out of him. Uh, yeah, and I feel like Pep will use him in a way that needs to be used. used yeah. Like, you put him in a position where it's like nothing else can... That's what United tried to do with him, but I don't think they've got the team where they mm. can do that. Because if you're carrying I think Pogba, if you're going to Man City, would be as like a sensational player. Yeah. yeah. Pep, yeah. How do you think you would have went for Ronaldo if you went to Man City? I think it would have backed him. You think he would be top scorer in the Premier right now? Yeah, yeah, it is yeah, crazy. Falling to guys, falling obviously, it's not like you know, like a super bag man. He yeah, scores, yeah. he scores important goals. Yeah. He can do stuff like his creativity level is like, this is like a level above certain guys. Like he can do stuff like out of the blue, which yeah, a lot yeah. of them don't do, and he does it in smaller spaces. But think about Ronaldo getting cutbacks. Yeah, the and that was Man City yeah. trademark Man City. Yeah. He's just putting it there. He put cutbacks. Yeah. Ronaldo putting that stick in that. Yeah, Pam, he, the way that Mahrez hit that ball over there, how Ronaldo's banging it every single time. Do you know the hell? Yeah, he's embarrassing. You think the hair's a liability? He's, he's embarrassing. Because I've been seeing this like it's been coming up recently, but before the last couple of weeks or so, I thought the hair is saving Man United this yeah. season because yeah, he makes big saves. He makes big saves, but he can't distribute the ball. Yeah, he does that cry baby thing sometimes. Yeah, yeah, he'll yeah. fall down the ground, try to fall down the day, <laughs> and he got punished. <laughs> <laughs> pretend an injury. He's trying to pretend injury and Mars booted out straight. Finally got the stats up. Uh, Transfer Marcos playing up for Hazard in the Champions League. Guess how many goals he has? It's like 11. Is he 11? It's less than 10. Lower. Eight. Higher. Nine. Guess how many appearances? It's like 70 something. Not that high, lower. 30s. Higher. 60s. Lower. Oh, 50 something? Yes. Yeah, guess what it is. Is it 55? Higher. 58. Yep. <laughs> 58, 9 goals. And how many assists? 1 in 10. Guess how many assists? 4. Higher. It more assists than goals? I don't know, you have to tell me. 10. Higher. Okay, okay. 15. Lower. <laughs> 12. Higher. 14. Lower. 13. So you've got 22 contributions in 58 games. Yeah, you can, you can bomb that. Give me, give me about. If you give me about eight more, yeah. we can say one and or I, two. I think none of the teams that Hazard was playing in were quite Champions League. Like it wasn't any of the previous Chelsea teams used to be Champions League semi final quality. Does he bench for Real now? 
he still benching? Yeah, he's still benching. They, they need to bring him back home, man. Flip, bro. He's gonna yeah, they need to bring I mean, him Hazard's home. Hazard's let me down. Nah. Nah. That's one thing. I, I don't want to see Hazard in the Prem for a team lower than... He's going to end up at West Ham. We, we owe him. We owe him. We, he gave us his best years at a time where he probably shouldn't have. Because if he had left to go Real Madrid two years earlier, we would have Hazard would have had a Ballon d'Or. Yeah. That was ridiculous. That last season under Sari was an absolute ball, ridiculous. But then he what's it called? He went up to Real Madrid and it seems that his lack like of um, dedication to the game has caught up with him. I, I think a lot of players have that problem with Ria where they they expect a certain amount, like in terms of training, in terms of fitness, everything. And Hazard was never quite that player throughout his career. He wasn't someone that he's trains extremely guys. hard. Yeah, he's lazy. Mm. So what when they've now asked him to increase the intensity and kind of increase the workload on his body, I just don't think his body's able well, to keep up. Uh, well, he's put on weight though. Watch him, watch him, watch him though. Watch him now. Walk up, what, how many months away? Yeah, yeah. Six, you, I a, think lot dons, yeah. a lot of dons, a lot of dons that have not been tried. <laughs> Let him stay fit for the World Cup. Watch Neymar. Uh, watch, he's gonna wake up this summer. You gonna be yeah. oh. this, could, this could have been a, this could be the most important World Cup of our lifetime for certain players, for a lot of players. Like Neymar, Hazard, yeah. Neymar, Hazard needs one. It's all the yeah. guys that are behind Ronaldo and yeah. uh, Messi. The, the ones that missed out because of Ronaldo yeah. and Messi. That generation. Almost save it. Don't know the Germans have won. The Salah, Salah and them man, Salah Mane, they need at least reasonable World Cups. Ideally, be, they need big performances. England, it's a good chance for you to win. France men have won, so they need to come. Yeah, Pogba's won, it's fine. It could be big for it could be big, big for the likes of Sterling, English boys. It's it's hey, sorry, De Bruyne. Hazard, De Bruyne. Hazard, De Bruyne. That, yeah, the Belgium generation. Man, this is their final Belgium attempt. And Brazil. Belgium and Brazil. And I feel like that Belgium team. It, it does kind of deserve to get something. Yeah, it it would have been a Euros, but it's been a, final. a World Cup is Messi, a bit. This is Messi's last chance. Ronaldo and Messi. Yeah. No, Ronaldo's got a chance. Ronaldo and Messi have good supplementary pieces, but I I know that the the Portugal they they're not winning it because Ronaldo is too big of an influence to drop. And if you really want to play a certain type of football, that Portugal have flourished. Do you think that will still be the case come the World Cup? It's There's, too big to drop. His name's Ronaldo and his captain. Do Portugal have any other strikers at the minute? Andre Silva. But he's, he's, I've never really rated him, if yeah, I'm being he's honest. Got, he's got good numbers this season. And he'll work harder. Uh, and then you got Jota. And you got Jao Felix. Yeah, Felix. He's a fool. You've got Poldens, you got Neto. I feel like Neto. he didn't really play in the Euros as much as I would because have expected. He's a fool. I don't know why he went to Simeone. He's, he's an offensive yeah, player. He went yeah. to Simeone to do what? <laughs> to do what? <laughs> what are you doing? He's, he's killing him out there. Because he looked. Well, who did Atletico have in. Is it Man United in the Champions yeah. League? He looked well. look good. He played well in that first He day. looked good. You know, Felix surprised him because he can score goals in all types of ways. Like, he's good with his head, he's good with his yeah. both feet. Nah, just. Crazy, crazy scenes. Okay, to round up Carlin Cup, Abramovich, let's go. Sorry to see. We're going to talk about the robbery that Carlin Cup final was. Yeah. Or, you know, First of all, I want to say a few words about Abramovich. Abramovich is one of the greatest owners of the number modern, one. modern football. Modern football. Some say he's the greatest owner of all time. And one I can, of the greatest owners. Huh? Some say he's the greatest owner of all time. I think Gary Neville was spewing that um, like six months ago. He said the greatest owner of all time. Especially in our game. And actually, an uh, owner that actually wants to win. It's not yeah. about money. It's, it's not about, about sentiment. It's not, it's not about, about sentiment. He will ruthless. Suck, suck the greatest manager of his time to win. Sack Di Matteo first this time. This guy, England. yep. The, he, this guy is relentless in his pursuit of success. Even when he wins the Champions League, this man does not sit on his laurels. This guy will suck you 
He does not care who you are. <laughs> Doesn't waste time. If he made a mistake, he will rectify it. Hundred fifty M's on Werner. We made a mistake. Hundred M's on Lukaku the next summer. <laughs> and I'm sure they will spend that splash. If what Abamas are there, they'll splash again for another striker if they had the choice. Choice to a guy that does not rest on his levels. Yeah, what a great owner. Yeah, he's so single-minded, so much. Change London to blue. It's scary when you look yeah. at the owners that are out there right now. There's not that many good owners. And if you end oh, up with... They're going to America high. guy or shake. An <laughs> American. They're going to America still. <laughs> they're going to like, If they end up, because United, I think they got Americans yeah. and they're on a... Stock exchange. Yeah, it's a profit thing. Let's just make this this club as profitable as possible. And I feel like Arsenal is also on the same yeah, kind of thing where Arsenal, get that top four so we can get Champions League revenue and, and we're all sweet. Yeah, we're done still. But, but if, they get, if you get an American owner, you're done still. But at the level that Chelsea used to operate at, I thought you're getting yeah, a Swiss yeah. man. You're getting a Swiss owner. The Swiss man, but he he's not rich enough to buy it by himself, so he's part of a consortium. He's a billionaire, you know. Yeah, like he's he's part of a group which includes Americans. I'm sure. He's saying there's up to ten parties are considering making bid to Chelsea, and he said with investment bankers working on the sale, expecting most of their interest to come from the USA. He's can't be buying Chelsea right now and expecting to make. Apparently, money. he made an offer though, 1.8. Oh, the Swedish. Two, you know, no. Like 2019, they made it off of 2.2. Yeah. But there's a one British done. Jim yeah, Ratcliffe. Jim Ratcliffe or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. And I think he's interested. a Chelsea fan. Yeah, he was you know interested. what I mean. He's, he's the one but that. But apparently he bought one French team, so he's not okay. really interested. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah, I think it's OG Nice or something. Yeah. Like. Well, this is what Abramovich came to say in his, um, I guess, closing statement. He said, "I have always taken decisions with the club's best interests at heart in the current situation." Uh, therefore, taking the decision to sell the club. I mean, I can wholeheartedly agree with him saying I've always taken decisions with the club's best interests at heart because, you know, winning is all that matters. Winning ain't the only thing. Oh, is that it? What's it saying? Winning ain't the only thing? It's the. I forgot to say. Who cares, man? Isn't it? I don't know. We'll find a phrase. What's it saying? Is it money? Money ain't the only thing. It's money is everything. Something like that. As I believe, this is the best interest of the club, the fans, the employees, as well as the club sponsors and partners. I've instructed my team to set up a charitable foundation where all net proceeds from the sale will be donated. The foundation will be for the benefit of all victims of the war in Ukraine. Please know that this has been an incredibly difficult decision to make and it pains me damn, to part with the club in this manner. Oh, what's happening? However, I do believe this is in the best interest of the club. A1PR, Mr. Roman Abramovich. Even though you know you and Putin are boys, but you know they're saying a political. Is he him and Putin boys? I swear that he can't get into. The, he hasn't been able. He's Jewish. He's been trying to use his Israeli passport to get into the UK for a minute. It's hard to remember, man. Yeah, at the end of the day, it is what it is. You know, they're gonna have to sell the team. Chelsea, hopefully, get the American owner and become like us. You regress to the mean. Welcome to us. <laughs> when you regress and you stop buying flashy dons, we can't wait. Uh, Start is gonna be on all your covers. <laughs> You just saw that man. Captain LeBron Pooh. James of football. Oh my days. <laughs> he's not the LeBron of He's not the best American player. I'm sure there's a better Americans. No, there is a few coming up right now though, like Weston McKinney at Juve's decent. Right, They've yeah. got a young player that is meant to be taking through the Pepe? shine. Ricardo Pepe? Man said he's the LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> there's some American I'm, thing I'm, that says. I'm a bit of towel. The LeBron James of football. It's like they're flipping. Um, I'm not as big as the Lou Williams. Carmelo the Lou Will. The Lou Will of, of, of football. I, I love Lou Will, though, by the way. He's a nothing player, bro. He's yeah, good, I, I want to. Mm. With Havertz, Mount, and him, it's a good combo. Uh, uh, for me, I would prefer if Pulisic was a 
substitute at Chelsea. Like, Who would be the, the freedom? Hudson. Hudson Adoy. Oh Cho. my God. Chelsea's season. Next season H- is Chelsea's season. Chelsea's been. How no. many years of Chelsea? <laughs> how many years? Chelsea's been about Hudson, four or five years. Hudson had a career threatening injury. The Achilles injury was how big on him. 2018. No, this is this is the season Before after the pandemic. That. He had a career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know some bad takes I've heard. If you think the Saka Foden take is bad, this is Chelsea better than Saka. Yep. I yeah, I've, I've said those words a few times. I won't lie. Over the last year or so, I've said those oh words a few times. Days. I won't say that opinion so anymore. God, show me. Don't no. tell me. Saka, I'd say Saka. But bear in mind, these men are all around the same age. Yeah. And when it was under 21s and that, mm. Cho is the guy that people are, are screaming, yeah, Saka this guy is the one. To be fair. Yeah. Saka just kept on developing. So that. the talent's there. Just wait on him. Give him his chance. Saka's okay. been playing full team, first team football for Arsenal for how long now? Okay. Like one of your star players. Yeah. It's a star. Like, okay. He's been for the bad years, and he's well. He's been for the bad years. And we don't um, want. Saka's had, had a lot of exposure because that's one of the critiques people use to put Saka above Foden. The fact that Saka's played with a worse team, a shit team, he's carried them well, to crap. what levels? Carried to it what? makes it better. It's I like, can carry to what? Well, no. Yeah, yeah but the team is crap. But he's still been. You know, just good things Arsenal are doing, and mainly he's been the main protagonist. Yeah. Whereas Foden, you know, actually, let me tell you something. The FA Cup final, which Arsenal won, Saka didn't actually play. Just tell you. I think that was before he broke into no, the team. No, he no, it would have been two seasons ago. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was the, the one that they beat he us. Did. Yeah, he uh, didn't play. Oh, it is what it is. He dropped it. I, but that, he dropped him. Was he that played. when he was a left back or a left wing yeah, back? Yeah. Whatever back. Yeah, left wing back. he was back. coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back. <laughs> and he was starting every game. And the man still dropped him. <laughs> he dropped him to play someone. He dropped him to play mainly now. He plays, he's had full seasons consistently. He's had two full seasons. So, two, two, two you know, he's been able to play, get consistent football. He's learning his... Um, Trey is a great player, uh, wonderful one on one, beats all the left backs except for Robertson, Cancelo, uh, teams, and them man. The way teams play against Arsenal is not the way teams play against a big team like a Man City, Chelsea, yeah. Liverpool. Yeah, you, the, like, teams actually come and attack. Yeah, they, they let them. What for today like, were doing it? Arsenal the, got no respect in these people. <laughs> They actually come there and they say, oh, it's us. Yeah, like, let's have a go. We can we get a point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone knows if you're on a, a barren run as a goal striker or whatever, yeah. or goal getter, then yeah, Arsenal's your time Fam, to break your duck. You know what, yeah? The way teams face like uh, Chelsea, City and Liverpool is not the same way they it's face fair. Arsenal. It's fair. They actually come yeah, and it makes it now. That's why Arsenal are they're really that like, the small teams this season have been nothing for yeah, Arsenal. Yeah, because Arsenal they'll dispose of them because they're getting to play their football. Like they're coming forward, you're getting behind. It's it's a different game to win. Wait, on the wing, we didn't get that fam. The man them because we pay ball, we pay ball. But you know, okay, quickly to conclude before we touch on the Carling Cup, rank these ballers: Saka, Cho, Foden, Jude, <laughs> Sancho. Is there anyone else I'm missing? English up and coming wingers. Well, there's school. a guy that should have been in this. Okay, yeah, it's true. We don't want to name him. It would be second on my list. Yeah, you would have been the man as well. Uh, Who's that? Yeah, the guy that can't be named. Can't be named. My night boy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Would have yeah. been second on my list. Yeah. It goes, it goes Foden, Jude, Saka, Sancho, Cho. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd stick with that, but swap Sancho and Hudson the way. I'd put Hudson Odoi ahead of Sancho. He said Sancho's is the worst. Yeah, for me, <laughs> Sancho Sancho was eating enough of the Bundesliga. He was eating enough of the Bundesliga. Well, he, was, he, was, he was balling in the champs, though, let's be real. Oh, he was balling like in they, the champs, but not, not. the worst not, of the five. What have we seen this season? Like, I think Sancho is very good, in it. 
But no, I'm not going to rank them. though. I'm not going to rank them. Rank them. What you think? You're going to poke. Um, oh, if you think career-wise, like who's going to have the greatest career? career? Everything. Oh, you can think. Cho's going right up that list, boy. You can project. <laughs> yeah. it. You can say who's the best. Who's got the most ability? Ah! Now, I mean, for me, I'll go Foden, Jude, Sancho, Saka, Cho. So, well, most of our lists are. We got the first two. Everyone yeah, no, I'm changing mine now. Foden, Jude, Hudson Odoi. Saka Sancho. That is a crazy list. That's, that's, that's my that, list now. You wear the blue. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a Chelsea list. Right that but is trust the craziest take. Hey, trust hey, me. Hey, the first is time Cho, is coming. Cho, Cho, Cho is in danger of not having a better career than Barnes. <laughs> a lot of man. A lot of man. Are you sure you're better than Lookman? Ah, oh, come on. Oh, look, sure. look, look, man, that we've been seeing what he's on. Everybody went to a South for Nigeria. Went to go for Nigeria. Olise, I'll leave that one up for debate, innit? Olise is a talent. Olise is a talent. Olise gonna have the street. He's gonna have the street soon. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Cho yeah. do what to have a Zaha career. Whoa, 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 whoa. You do what to have a Zaha. Cho, how to Nadoi is gonna be a Chelsea. And that's not a bad shout. Zaha's a baller. Yeah, no, he is. But I'm sure Zaha will tell you himself that he wishes he could have had that big step oh, in yeah. it and well, would have gone have to it. the big team. Cho, Cho will play. Cho, Cho. It'll be a big fish in a small okay, pond. Let me ask you a question. I don't even know if we're going to get in the Carabao Cup because what do you see in Cho that we're not seeing? Can you please tell us? He's got a billy, just doesn't perform. No, yeah, yeah. He, he's got... I can't finish. He's got... No, he yeah, he can't, can't finish. finish. He can't finish. So I'll say he's Kingsley Kerman's brother. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but his passing, his creativity, his crossing, and at times, his example. ability to beat well, a man. His creativity? He put in a cross... Um, who was that in the... Champ- was it Champions League? He put in a beautiful cross on his left foot. Okay. Nice assist. Well, we've got solid. What? No, bro. You know I mean? He's young. He's young, bro. He was young, bro. He was young, bro. He was young, bro. No, it was it was um the Club World Cup final. Sorry, Who Club World him? Cup Who final. Yeah, it was him. Yeah, no, for Lukaku's goal. Who's against Palmeiras. Yeah, come, fam, that was a tough game, bro. Yeah, that was a tough game. Imagine. Club World Cup final. It's okay, a big game. Was the man. Has your boy Saka played in anything like that? Hasn't At club level. Yeah, let's not talk about what happened. Let's not talk about what happened. You know what I mean? Delete Twitter, maybe, and then block his comments. Yeah, he should have. Social media, you know, protect your mental health, as they say. So shout out to Ben Simmons. He's going to be back after the 10th. Obviously, he's not yeah, playing yeah. in Philly. Um, one thing I'd say, we give Sancho the Bundesliga tax because what? He didn't play one. He played board in the Bundesliga, board in the Champions League, everyone you know, seems to forget. But he came to the Premier League, it's taken him a while to kick off, which he seems to be doing now. Would we give Jude the same Bundesliga tax? He'll have to come and see, but I feel like the Bundesliga tax is especially relevant for attackers, in it? When you look at Werner, how he's come in and struggled, and like, it's not... The way they defend up there is completely different. There's high lines, ridiculously high lines, where a player with a better pace like Sancho Werner, you're eating all day over there. Like When I look back at Werner's goals in the Bundesliga, so many of them, it looks like he's the only player in the half because he's so clean. I'd say from the get when Werner got here, how well would he do playing against deep lines? I said that. I said yeah, that. I, he was definitely wasn't a Chelsea signing, man. Calm. Okay, boys. He was calm that. for bits of this last season. You know, on a two show, was a bit calm. <laughs> he was calm. There was times where he looked a bit threatening, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, I'm like, oh wow, bro. only this is a brain. There's times okay. where I see him and I think, what is he even trying oh, to do bro, there? Werner, but Werner gets bags goals though. If he had a good performance midweek. Yeah, no, he did. He did. Both that, goals, but that's what it's about. He's he's. He's there, isn't it? Because he's quick. He gets about. He'll be in the positions. But give him the ball at his feet and watch him play. Even in the even in the Cup, he had some moments where I was like, "Oh wow!" Like, yeah. like that when he cut inside and he tried to finesse it. I was like, Whoa. "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I was like, <laughs> "Whoa!" I haven't seen that from him. I've never seen that from him. 
Oh, we got that in the locker. Nice one. Carabao Cup, five minutes. Let's go. Lukaku should have won the game. It's not offside. It's a disgrace. Never. It's debatable. It's a disgrace. Especially when you look at Liverpool's goal yesterday. I don't know. It looks pretty similar mm. to me. Mason Mount, how many chances do you need to take? Mason's played. Have, he's no. been at Wembley six times. He's gone to Wembley final six times, 1 0. So he's gone to Wembley for a final six yes. times. Okay, cool. That's great. He's 1 0. So Mar- if Mount's playing, you know, you, you know you're going you're gonna to. Getting win. a bit worried, but you know what I mean? You know, you know, you know how I feel about Mount. Mount, Mount is the, he's in a great spot as a star. The what, greatest spot. What, what do you mean? Like, like he can play better than no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way you want to be. You want to be like, no one's even putting you in debates anymore. No one Yeah, cares. but I feel like that's more he's he's underrated. Like, he's not... Yeah, he's not rated. Let him be underrated. Let him be underrated. Wait, do you man think that's fair it's or... Perfect. It's perfect for him. Would you swap Mason Mount for Smith Rowe? I wouldn't want... Well, what would have a calm in it? It's like, it's, it's like... He's, Mount was in discussion where they're saying, it's going to go better than him now. <laughs> Yeah, Gallagher's a baller, though. You know? yeah, but he used to be Mount Foden and who's the other one? It used to be Mount Foden Madison. and Madison. Madison and, and Grealish. And now it's Mount and Gallagher and uh, Smith Rowe. Yeah. But look, Mount's still for England. Like for England, him. Mount's one of the first names on that team sheet. Yeah, but it's he a was. Funny. He's still, he there. Was. He's still yeah, for me. I'm sure going into the next World Cup, Mount is one of the ones. Yeah, because he does a job. Like he just, he's like a defensive attacker. Like he just. Does a job, like, and then hey, maybe Mark could end up being the next Thomas Muller. Yeah, it's not a bad no, place to be in. No, no man, in big moments, you think Thomas Muller's doing that? Give Thomas Muller two chances at Wembley. Yeah, he gave him a chance <laughs> against, against England. Yeah, Bear in mind, he was just coming back from from injury. Ooh, Mount. Mount. Mount, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mount, he's just coming Mount, back from injury. Mount is just so funny to me. Like, I would love to be made if I was a football player. I would love to be there. <laughs> like, no pressure, miss, no pressure at all. I can miss two big chances. No one even cares. No one's going to bring it up in my yeah, history of football. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just missed those chances. Because you know what? I think the the overall numbers and the trophies now, they're, they're covering up for yeah, the individual moments. Champions League assist. Yeah, Champions League final assist. Champions League That's final the biggest assist. game. He's going to carry him for the rest of his life. <laughs> he doesn't even need to. And Havertz as well. Havertz, yeah. Now he's a big game Havertz. Yeah, yeah. Big game Havertz. <laughs> he bought he in that cut in that final. The it, it, was, cut. it was exceptional. He was a yeah, Big yeah, game Havertz and the sister. Man, these men don't even need to have conversations anymore. It's done. Yeah. Stupid. Which I like because it helps take the pressure off. But t- there are times where I'm a bit underwhelmed by Mason oh, Mount, anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm a Mount snitch. Yeah, eventually, <laughs> eventually he's going to become a midfielder, And that's, and that's what I think is, yeah. is what's kind of like holding him back at the minute because he's not getting the numbers as a cam or he's as good, a left no, he wing. Good. He was good October, November time. He was like, what? Yeah, he was on a little run, he's but bear in mind his numbers for an eight, were but not pushed up for, because of the hat-trick. He's created for an eight, but not created for... A, or He's effective for an eight in terms of numbers and current chances. Yeah. But not for a ten or wider. You get it, because then you get started putting up with the numbers with the likes of Salah and that, and it's like you don't want that. <laughs> Bruno, <laughs> you want to be with the, the number eight number. Yeah, like but the Rodriguez and them man Gallag- there. Gallagher's numbers are calm. Yeah, yeah. Gallagher's Gallag- Gallag- he's putting numbers. The space got to go back at Chelsea though. That's the question. No, there will be. There has to be. Because especially when you look at the dead wood we've got in that midfield. You guys play a two. You fling them on the wing. Do your thing. We play a two, but I think if we get a. Change our CDM because Jorginho and Kante can't really. They're done now. Yeah, they're and they're not really ones for that lone. We're well, gonna pay Kovacic and Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing though. Kovacic is the most underrated. Kante doesn't Kovic the Thank if you. If he's over underrated, yeah. Kovacic is the under most underrated CM in the Prem. Yeah. I mean, Kovacic, you know, he's he's been rated for a while as a young player. He's supposed to be the next Modric. I mean, but he gone. never quite maybe got there. I mean, what's he? He's how old is he now? I think he's twenty nine or twenty eight. Twenty no, he's not twenty six. Short, no, 27 maybe. If he's 29. Which is still... He can't be 29, surely. If he's yeah, 27. Yeah, no, 29 might be. I think he well, came Chelsea when he was 25. Oh, So flip. I think you might he's be right. Old. 
Kovacic yeah. yeah. as a player, as a ball carrier, as well, it's, it's good. But yeah. apparently during pre-COVID, twenty-seven, <laughs> they called him Kovacic. <laughs> he was apparently he was awful. Bro. Yeah, no, under Lampard he wasn't. <laughs> He wasn't at his best at all under Lampard. 27. I mean, nah. Modric kicked on in his late 20s. 28. Yeah. Nah. But he's missing that. If he had that end product that Modric has in terms of in front of goals. How many goals are you expecting? Modric gives a guy five goals. No, Modric can strike the ball. Apart from the vote against Liverpool, I really see him strike a ball like that. If it falls to him at the edge of the box, you're not expecting Like You're thinking, oh, fuck. That's why. That's why. No, he said that's one of shotgun with no scopes. One day this is gonna go in. Yeah. Kovic just doesn't give you those vibes. You know before he's even here. Yeah. Kovic that go baffles me till today. I'm still thinking. I don't now, know. Now Partey's aim is actually. It's not composure. It's so funny though. Kante actually makes goals from up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how he does it. They concentrate. These guys don't concentrate. They just shoot. Yeah, he cheats them. He does them. I'm just gonna try to get this on target, low and. Literally, where he's hoping for a deflection, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even have faith for myself. I didn't believe <laughs> to come with humble strikes. You know? I swear, that's actually his vibe. Do you know he's a cipher? Kante never puts his laces. Yeah, he's a cipher. Accuracy. These guys are trying to do the most. Man, they know. Kante knows. If I blast this. Fam. Man, they won't speak good When he stepped name. up for a penalty at Wembley, I was sweating. I was thinking, oh, God. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I swear for Chalabar and Kanate. Oh, I don't want to repeat the Euros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kanate got so lucky, though. Kepo should have seen <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Kanate hit that like an af. He hit that like an af man on a pressure. Um, I was like, who? And Kante pulled up for the penalty. I was like, oh, what? He was this. He's not. He's not Kante. You know, no one wants Kante to miss that. Kante was going to miss that. I was like, oh. Do you know Van Dyke's pen? How did Kepo not save that? Oh my days. He was him. He was right no. there though. When he I was... first saw it, I thought, rah, brilliant penalty. Then I keep rewatching it because, you know, I mean, Liverpool fans love that penalty. He's right there, bro. He's right. It's like his hands opened up <laughs> and let it go through. Van Dyke tax, he was scared of it. He's like, Damn, scared. I swear oh, he was scared. The man is, you're right, you hey, guessed. Unpopular opinion, Van Dyke should take more shooting frickets for Liverpool, man. The guy used to bag frickets for Liverpool. He did, didn't he? They don't even give him a sniff. Can't no, but you got Trent. You got Trent there. Like, you're not telling me. Someone give him a couple, man. If the centre back does that and he hits the wall, and the counter attack is on. <laughs> yeah, tell, tell, tell Henderson to stay back. Big, big, Henderson, Tell Henderson and, and what's his name? Tell him to stay well, back. Henderson and Matip against a counter, free man. They, they'll run back, man. Antonio, Antonio is scared of Van Dijk. I've come to the conclusion he's scared. Oh, based on oh, yesterday's yeah, game. Yeah, I, I, uh, no, the game, even before, I he's scared of him. Yeah, there was a point yesterday where he just, he shot from the edge of the box instead of even attempting to go closer because he was scared of him. Van Dijk. Fam, I'll never forget Antonio... Uh, um, at Olympic Stadium, one on one, he left the ball behind. <laughs> I said, "Whoa, why are you scared of this?" Done. Like I told my boys today, watch the ball, make him mm-hmm. make a decision, mm-hmm. make him make a decision. You put a fair guard into he them. He put the fair. He literally left yeah. the ball behind. I said, "Okay." Lukaku was, do you know Lukaku when he came on? He was very impressive. Like he ran Fabinho, he ran Canate. Yeah. Like that's the Lukaku I want to see, but he doesn't give it to me enough. I don't think he's getting a fair shake. Like I feel like. It's a bit harsh to be judging him already, and then in the way this Chelsea team plays, like Lukaku struggles. He'll struggle in a team that um, the defense, the opposition are defending deep. Like he's got no so space. Deep. Like he's got. So strange. A, so strange. He's got to play. So strange. Wouldn't you think he'd be better? Because he's a big man. Because of the man. kind of player. He, yeah, you would. He's a big man that can't hold up the ball. Yeah. Have, have you ever said about a big man striker? You're a big man, but you can't hold up the ball. He's trying to do the post up thing now, where he, he does that, but. 
Post up. Only works against Arsenal. The annoying thing is, weaklings and centre backs. Yeah, like Apart yeah. Remember Gabriel the first game. game or second game of the season where he did to Pablo Mari. Yeah, it looked like yeah. If you could do this every game, bro. Yeah, Pablo Mari posted him up. Could do this to like these continental centre backs, like the ball playing centre backs, not really there for physical battle. But you come against real strong guys, you know. Struggling against Tarkovsky and Ben Mee, yeah? Yeah, because them guys will no, fight man, you. You know the ones there? Them man, they're waiting to play against Lukaku. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's their kind the of striker. physical confrontation. Lukaku is good against like, Liverpool because he can get in behind. Yeah, you, know, you, you, can, you can actually play. But he's not going to pace you don't like that. It's just strong. He's a strong yeah, runner. He's, got he's kind of pacey like, in the same way Diego Costa would be a bit pacey. He's a bit like Messi. He's a bit of a messy run. Like, everything is a bit messy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, he's a bit yeah. like D-Messi. No, the half with the white. He's a bit messy. Uh, yeah, where's that? Me- hey, Matt, with the eye. I was thinking that for a second. I was like, end the pod right now. I think on that note, we might as well conclude. Ali, it's been true. It's been real, man. We're we'll to see you again. Enjoy. I love that, man. You have to um, call these humble strikes. Humble strikes, for sure. <laughs> yeah, boys, um, TMG Mellow, TMG JA. You know, make sure you like and subscribe on the YouTube. Follow us on all socials, that being the Instagram and the Twitter. Make sure you listen audibly, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Yoba, as always, thank you so much. We're out. Jeez. That was a very good.